So this one was pretty funny. <laughs> so it's like 9.49 and I'm like, wow, I stayed up late. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bed right after this. Yeah, me too. I'm also like, my thighs are all sweaty on this chair. I'm like stuck to it. <laughs> That's fun. At least we don't care what we look like anymore. Nope. Sure don't. Washed my hair today. I was like, can't remember which day I last did that. <laughs> I should probably do it today. <laughs> I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. In high school, we were best friends. And now that we're old, we're still best friends. And we both really love the show Friends. We love it so much that we thought we'd rewatch it together and tell you all about it. So join us to find out all the details that two people who weren't there can find out from the internet. Could there, Could there be, be better, better friends, friends watching Friends? What a great segue to this episode. Oh my gosh. Okay, are we going to start? Sure. Okay. Okay, so this is the one with the breast milk. It aired in September 1995, directed by Michael Lembeck. Writers were Kaufman and Crane. And I have to say, I had forgotten all of the pieces of this one. Because when I saw it was the one with the breast milk, I was like, oh, this one's really funny. But then I forgot it was also the one with the ombre man. (laughs) And then the one where Rachel and Monica, like, they break up or like Monica cheats on Rachel with shopping. And it's just so funny. There's so many funny pieces. I, I didn't really like this one. Really? But I, I also had to watch it in like five separate sittings. And I think I just was kind of like trying to rush to get it done and being like, oh, this is still going. But I think also I just really hate Julie. <laughs> she's so not genuine. She's so annoying. She's she's a big old fakie, McFakerson. <laughs> but it's even worse because I think she's really like, it's really real and but it, and it like seems so fake but like she really is like that I think what bothers me is that she's so oblivious yes I think she is because so obvious it's so annoying because I was and we'll get to this but I was like wouldn't she she says to Rachel he's so crazy about you wouldn't that bother you as his like almost living girlfriend like that would yeah. bother me And also in the same breath, Rachel is like, yeah, you know, it was super hard for me. Like, does she understand that they're in love with each other? Like, if she, is she that just naive? Does she know that she's the only thing keeping them apart? (laughs) Like, she's ruining it? I know. And she's too, like, syrupy nice. I'm just like, uh, no. Yeah. I feel bad, but I just don't like her. No, she's my least favorite part of this whole thing. Yes. There were some funny things, though. I I just was kind of like, this isn't my favorite one. But I caveated that with, if I watched it all in one sitting, maybe I would have liked it Ross is definitely one of my highlights for this. Like, his reactions to everything in this is, are so good. He's such a baby. He's He's such a tantrum-y baby. Another episode where I see a little of myself, <laughs> Ross and myself. I love when he gets almost angry when he's so indignant. I'm like, but it's breast milk. I know. And when Susan's like, I've tried, or when she says what it tastes like, and he's like, oh, you got it. And she's like, uh-huh. You can keep saying it, but it doesn't make it not true. I love her so much. It's so good. I uh, also... 
realized that the trivia is in baby's room over there but i i just uh googled friends trivia so oh cool i'll try to well these questions are like how many seasons are there oh god amateurs <laughs> wait there's 10 right <laughs> i second guessed myself for a minute i was like there are 11 okay i'm ready before we go to i have a fun like back fact okay hit, hit me <laughs> go for it <laughs> oh also my friend's book is in there i have no idea if this episode's in there that's okay Okay, there's an episode of the Smart Podcast with Will Arnett and Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes, uh, where Jimmy Burroughs, you know, his friends call him Jimmy, James Burroughs. Oh, yes. He, uh, he's their guest. Oh. He directed all of them at some point, but he was the director of Will and Grace, among other things. So Sean knows him really well. But they talk about Peter, who you called Peter Boners. Oh, yeah. He pronounces it Bonners, so... I just wanted to correction corner back fact that it is technically Bonners, according to our friend Jimmy. Well, that's disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) But okay. He also did confirm that he was the one who arranged the trip for all the Friends cast um, before the show aired to Vegas and said to them, he gave them each $200 to gamble. And he said to them, like, enjoy this because this is the last time that you'll get to do it. That's so amazing. Yeah. But they, like, didn't have enough money yet to to go gamble. So he gave them all cash to to gamble with. So anyway, that's fun. Wow. Okay, trivia. You ready for some trivia? I'm ready. This is not our usual trivia, but we'll see how this goes. Oh, I love it. You're, like, rouletting the trivia. Okay, what is the name of Joey's stuffed penguin? Oh, oh my God. We have one at our school. I just watched this episode like fairly recently too. I'm totally blanking. I don't know. Hugsy. Yes. Oh my God. You had to give me that one. <laughs> I could, Well, I picked that one because I thought it'd be easy. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking of like Banksy. I was like, that's not it. <laughs> that is not it. No, I didn't have to say a hint. Just dem- I just demonstrated what that just- looked like. <laughs> Yeah, you really gave it to me. It's okay. I forgot this is an audio medium and not a visual. <laughs> okay, I'm really tired. Um, yeah. Here we go. Question two. How many sisters does Joey have? Ooh, um, it's either seven or nine. <laughs> it is one of those. Nine. No, it's seven. God damn it. You get it. You said it was seven first. Seven right? was first, but then I was like, it didn't seem like enough. Seven, 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 seven. I just watched that one recently. Oh, that one's so good. Number three. Who was accidentally Monica's first kiss? Oh, wait. I don't know the answer to that one. Ross. What? (laughs) Yeah, uh, I can't remember. It's one of the later episodes. I don't know the later seasons as well. Ross kissed Monica. Yeah, it was, oh, it was when they had a party. Ross and uh, Chandler had a a party and the girls came to visit when they were in high school. And Ross said he, like, found a girl, like, in a pile of coats. And she's like, that was me. Oh, no. Monica thought it was, like, her, um, it's one of the flashback episodes. 
she thought it was her mystery night kiss mystery midnight kisser and it was oh, her oh that's i don't remember that at all and chandler had actually kissed uh rachel and it was like a big i remember that one yeah but i somehow blocked out the monica ross thing you might get this one what was the name of ross and monica's dog when they were kids chauncey is not it not the answer that's 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 chandler um, <laughs> that was a previous trivia question though. i know i know I, and i didn't get it fifi chi 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 yeah you were right there chauncey fifi that equals chi chi you got it <laughs> how many pages was rachel's letter to ross nine pages front oh. and back no 18 18 i had to times two 18 front and back <laughs> you fell asleep <laughs> you fell asleep well that was a wah wah <laughs> solid c minus right there <laughs> hey that's like you know just below average that's fine it's passing it's fine average is fine yeah average minus is fine <laughs> I have a summary for us. Okay. Monica bonds with Julie over shopping, but feels guilty keeping the secret from Rachel. Ross is extremely squeamish when Phoebe tastes Ben's breast milk out of the bottle and refuses to taste it. Joey has some friendly competition at work with a rival cologne representative, the ombre man. That really sums it up. I also read on IMDb that unofficially this episode is also known as the one with ombre man. Yes, I saw that too. And I started telling Tyler about it. And I was like, it's also the one with the ombre man. Which means man, man. I know. I was going to say it also is so funny because it means the man, man. In all my notes, I kept being like the man, man, the ombre man, man. So the I think the reason why I love this episode so much is it's so chock full of cliches mm-hmm. and like just homages to all the cliches. It's just so funny because they just make fun of themselves the whole time. It's true. I did like the the running gag of like the all the cowboy stuff that that was weaving in and out and like Chandler being the bartender barkeep and whatnot. I also go into Joseph Campbell in my notes at some point. So get ready. It's going to be a real snooze. (laughs) (laughs) Should we dive in? Is it time? Uh, Yeah, let's let's get into it. The only other thing I have is that Julie's hair in this is like much shorter than we last see it because of this is the episode after Rachel tried to sabotage Phoebe into cutting her hair like someone that I can't remember but it was someone very much not what Julie wanted but it still looks cute which is annoying I have to say I didn't like Julie's hair I didn't like Monica's hair and I didn't like Rachel's hair I don't like the Rachel it's too flippy oh man this is like so this episode is one where I was the first time I really noticed how short the layers are like yeah. she she can't put any piece back behind her ear. That's the first thing I say when I get my hair cut. It has to go behind my ear. Nothing shorter than that. That's my worst nightmare. 
it was always in her face yeah. and th- there were some scenes where you saw her from the back when Mo- when she was talking to monica and i was like whoa there's some layers <laughs> like a helmet with like curl like and then the like a mullet coming out of the bottom <laughs> it's really bad yes i don't like any of their hair phoebe's doing great in this whole episode she's doing fine yes but... and then at some point julie's wearing this like awful wrap skirt like ties at the hip oh man i'm so excited i may vomit oh the white on white yeah yeah no we could go into joseph campbell there too of like oh she's so naive and innocent and who's 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 joseph campbell uh the um hero's journey guy oh oh okay i can't wait when it first starts though that baby is so cute when it starts and then like halfway through there's another seat like another shot of the baby that i'm like that's not the same baby it's real ugly looks like it has chicken pox litter (laughs) really cute well lit i think the second one is like bad lighting it looks like real pale and ill but also i was curious this baby appears to be like six months old how long has it been (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a big baby like it's, it's a real big yes like my baby's big but this baby seems like it's sitting up it's you know it seems old i don't know we don't know how long it's been we never know and who buys babies real shoes clearly people who don't know babies and um what is she wearing it's like a weird workout shirt and but with real pants are you talking about monica yeah it's like the stripy like crop top thing. Yeah. I don't know. But I feel like people now would wear something like that. Oh, for sure. Everyone on Love Island is wearing that. <laughs> you know. It's intense. <laughs> and everything is like ass out. Everybody's uh, ass. Asses are like in now, I guess. Yeah, bathing suits don't have don't have a back to them anymore. <laughs> also the the tops that go like this. Like the bathing suit top that like just it, the triangle is like very small. It's not like a full triangle. It's like a. Is it meant for just people who have implants? It only covers like the nipple area, and that's it. Because I can't imagine anyone, even with small boobs, wearing something like that. We've talked before about how there's like all this Nike placement in this show, but this is the season that Nike made the shoes for front the cast. Oh yes okay so just do it uh yeah it's good product placement because it's not like they're like selling it you know they just don't say nike they just like throw the tagline in there and yeah it's subtle yeah yeah no it works so when carol starts to breastfeed ben i did appreciate the subtle little details of like susan grabbing a pillow and putting it under her arm i'm like yeah you need that oh yes I also, um, I liked when Phoebe, when Ben cried after she said, just do it. And she's like, oh, is that too much pressure for him? <laughs> and I, I love how they're like, the boys can't handle the breastfeeding and they're all nervous to ask questions. Like Chandler's like dragging his toe on the ground and like, um, Joey wants to ask you a question. I know he, they like, don't know what to do with their body. They're just like, <laughs> like, like swinging their shoulders around <laughs> and like looking at the ground. <laughs> Does it hurt? <laughs> Oh my god joey though is so good everything he says is just a gem he's just like 
when Ross is like, you guys, would that, would you just grow up? It's the most natural, beautiful thing in the world. And Joey's like, yeah, we know, but there's a baby sucking on it. <laughs> I am, um, since I'm currently breastfeeding, I have definitely, like, I've had court say to me before, like, well, do you want to go somewhere more private or do you have like a cover? I don't use, I don't often have to breastfeed in public anymore because she's now on a schedule, but when I did before, like I couldn't do a cover. It was too hard to see. I couldn't, and I have to like, she's so long and I have such a long torso and whatnot. I just would like whip it out because I was like, I have to. Yeah. I never felt a problem with it, but I know other people sometimes feel uncomfortable, but I was just like, if anyone wants to say anything to me, they're welcome to. I never used a cover either. I don't remember. <laughs> Probably it was also just, you were so, you're so tired. You just don't give a <laughs> I've noticed the thing in since motherhood started is that like, I don't really give a f- what people think about what my body looks like. I just like put on a bathing suit and I'm like, I don't know. I had a baby. This is what it is. I don't have time to exercise and I'm really tired. So <laughs> whatever. I'm doing my best. And <laughs> my self-consciousness is like gone. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of nice. Well, you know, when other people have seen you at your like most vulnerable and like a, another human coming out of your body cavity, <laughs> there are no more secrets that you have. So like, if you want to see like half of my boobs sticking out, there's could be much worse. <laughs> but I've never had anyone say anything to me. I've never felt like any weird looks, which is nice. Um, I was curious if you ever had any issues. No, I, I think that right, like now it's just like so much more acceptable. Yeah. I mean, it's sad to say that, like, as it was coming out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, that, yeah. that seems weird. But like, I don't think anyone cares. Now we go to the coffee shop. Oh, I have to say, okay, right after the opening credits, I saw someone put a comment about this in either IMDb or fan like the the friends wiki but this if you I went in and it, the cut scene but after the credits of just the cityscape it's running backwards all the cars are driving backwards like for like 4 seconds it's it's really weird what's the point of that I don't know I think it's someone who just like used a weird clip or like I don't, I don't know why, or, or like maybe they panned down, but they wanted it to pan up or something and it, it's backwards. So go look at it. It's kind of fun. Okay. Weird. I thought it was just maybe buffering when I watched it. It seemed kind of glitchy in that like opening bit. Maybe that's what it was. It was going backwards. Yeah. But Julie is like super helpful to Rachel. And it's like, oh, you're losing your April or your apron here. Let me get it. Grossly nice. And Rachel loves her. I like, I so remember this feeling too when you're like, remember in high school when you broke up or like college, you broke up with somebody and then you had to be around them, like their their new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I so remember acting like that to Rachel. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, thanks. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Well, you totally believe it when when Rachel's just like, what a bitch. Yes, I loved it. It just like like oozes out of her. It was kind of shocking, honestly, especially when she's like later like, I feel like a bitch. Oh, that's ballsy for friends. Yeah. Also ballsy to walk into a crowded coffee shop and yell, hey, honey, from the entrance. 
nobody seems to notice nobody turns around she's just like oh hey like he like they're at home ew I really do like though when Julie's like oh like do you want to does anyone want to come with me shopping and Phoebe's like I can't I have to take my grandmother to the vet (laughs) because it sounds like such a bullshit uh excuse but it's so genuine with her (laughs) it's like no it's she thinks it's really her grandmother right do we know has her grandma already died no I don't think so okay no this is that's the only reason like is if you know later yeah but this is it's just like this one-off little like flippant remark monica was all like conflicted about like oh i can't betray rachel but like i also my brother asked me to do this thing to make him happy like who's she gonna pick but i don't know is that like that doesn't seem like a thing you should have to pick no I mean, I think, honestly, I think Rachel's being a little petty yeah. on that side. Like, Monica should befriend his, her brother's, like, significant other and, like, be nice to her, even though, like, especially if she's being super nice herself and, like, trying yeah. to fit in, even much, even as much as, like, we don't like her. And Ross is happy. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that Monica's, like, doing the right thing. Rachel's just she's butthurt she's in her feelings yeah I I would say that if it was high school I would probably have a different answer of like she should pick Rachel oh for sure (laughs) yeah friends over family (laughs) Uh uh-huh 100% oh that's a whole other can of worms (laughs) oh my gosh so there was a funny a couple funny background things in this scene say one was when Ross comes in and kisses Julie and it cuts to Rachel behind the counter of the coffee shop. There's like a Polaroid of, it looks like a, like four models modeling, but like they're, one of them looks to be almost topless or like half topless. Like she's wearing like a bathing suit top, but like not on one side. You can't really see. But then the other funny thing was in the window, like on one of the tables by the door, there's this real douchey guy wearing a white sweater and a tambourine backwards. Oh, no. Yeah. And he's just like sipping a cappuccino. And I was just like, who is this guy? Like, he's like a really noticeable extra. (laughs) (laughs) He's an extra extra. He's he's an extra extra. Totally. I also read that um, Rachel's name tag says T's on it. Again, did you did you know that this is another one? She has another shirt from mm-hmm. another episode. How many of those do you need? It was super fashionable at the time. People were like copying this left and right. People were like going to the thrift store and buying like old mechanics shirts and stuff and like tying them up like her. Okay, but like she had to buy two shirts of diff- like of the same but that said t's on it why would you want a name tag that said- i thought it said like a real name and then i read that and was like oh that's like that's very like spice girls era 2000s like not when this came on yeah i don't know a little cringy yeah ready to go to the mall or wherever we are oh do you know where we are where are we so i don't know if i believe this but because all of the Everything I read was like a department store, 
but apparently it's supposed to be Saks Fifth, Fifth Avenue. Oh, yes. Which is where Rachel had her failed interview. Yes. Previously. Yes. I'm also curious what, I mean, we'll get into this later, but like, what is the pay setup for people who are spraying cologne? Because he's like, he's doing better than me. But like, you're not paid based on how many people say yes to getting a spray of cologne from you. Right? Yeah. Is it a commission of people buying or is, yeah. A commission of sprays. (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) Like if it's hourly, it doesn't matter. You have less work to do. Just don't talk to people and you don't have to spray. Yeah. No, it's more like a popularity contest. Yeah. Well, then I was like, if he feels like the guy's doing better at pulling chicks, then that's the problem. But if it's like, he's more successful, he's like the best sprayer out there. (laughs) Who cares? Don't they have the sprayers on the table? You can do it yourself. Like, what do they need these people doing? Yeah, they have the strips. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really, because if you spray someone as they walk by, then the next person who walks by who doesn't want it is walking through a cloud of cologne. And you stink all day because you're spraying so much. Yes. And did you know that Bichon for men is a real thing? No. So I couldn't tell what he was saying. I was like, is it Dijon for men? (laughs) It is not. It's not. What does it smell like, Sarah? Oh, I can tell you. It's a well-placed product placement, I have to say, because again, they're not like, he's just saying the name as he sprays. It's not like advertising it what i saw on google is that you can get it at fragrancenet.com not fragrance.net fragrancenet.com okay for 12 dollars, or at macy's for 60 or on their website for 360 (laughs) that's quite a range i assume they're different sizes probably but here's what the Bijan for men website says about this this is their classic scent i'm so excited (laughs) Bijan Classic Fragrance for Men is an intriguing combination of daring and originality that captures a man's individual style. This sophisticated blend of 98 precious essences. Oh no. That's too many. Let's <laughs> shove all these smells together in one bottle. That'll be that'll be good. That is an intriguing combination of daring originality. <laughs> Okay, 98 Precious Essences includes exotic citrus, exhilarating patchouli, (laughs) rare sandalwood, distinguished musk, and warm amber. Bijan Perfume for Men, the multi-award-winning couture fragrance of timeless luxury, is renowned as a legend in American excellence. Wow. That last sentence sounds like a bot wrote it. (laughs) Those commercials where they're like, the bot watched all of garden commercials for like four days and then it wrote its own. Those are my, those are my favorite things. I would read a book about like a book of bots. Yes. (laughs) Oh God. So that's what I know about that. Wow. I especially like how like every scent has a descriptor in front of it. It's like warm sandalwood, exhilarating patchouli, whatever. Would you ever describe patchouli as exhilarating? Nope. No way. <laughs> Distinguished musk. Oh. Isn't musk just like dirty man, like sweat smell? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think it's also a rodent. <laughs> <laughs> 
a muskrat. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the association. Oh, man. This is going well. <laughs> oh. We should buy it for Tyler and Court at Christmas. Yeah, because they wear a lot of cologne. Well, Tyler doesn't wear cologne ever. <laughs> But if it had 98 different scents, would he maybe, it would match his individual style. It would. I do love the little turf war that Joey has with the ombre man. The man man. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's really funny. Just going back to the beach on for men real quick. I really like how it's like for the individual man when he's just wearing a tuxedo. (laughs) Like the costume to make men look all the same (laughs) right i guess Saks is like a fancy department store maybe they had the this was a thing yeah but then they also have cowboys (laughs) so you i don't know sarah and cruise wear we'll get to that but i don't think sex has cruise wear no i don't think so either this little chicky named annabelle comes in do you want to know about her (laughs) little chicky yeah tell me (laughs) wearing like a scottish plaid blazer Mm -hmm. interesting choice what does she do at sex i think she's also she's a perfume girl i think she is something else they're like all in the biz (laughs) her name is emily proctor she has a degree in journalism and dance and she once worked as a weather anchor in north carolina she was in Jerry Maguire, which I didn't look up to see who she played. I think mm. she was just a small part. But um, she was also in the TV movie called Breast Men in 1997 that starred David Schwimmer. So, oh, weird. And she's in the one with the breast milk. Yeah. And so I looked up, like, what is Breast Men? And should I watch it? Because that seemed, <laughs> what is this? It sounds terrible. <laughs> so it's a it's a fictional movie but it very loosely tracks uh history of the real life breast implant phenomenon from the radical introduction through its incredible popularity through a controversial link of its silicone base to various types of illnesses and cancers so like it's loosely based on the two guys that started it and one becomes like a total narcissist like super into it for the money pumping everyone full of like bigger implants bigger implants which is who schwimmer plays and then Chris Cooper is the other um, actor. And he's like the good guy who goes, does uh, okay. to do good with it. But um, I think I might watch it. So I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. That, that does sound kind of good. Intriguing. <laughs> yeah. She also had a recurring role in West Wing and was on CSI Miami for 10 seasons. And there's a couple interesting things about her. She founded a nonprofit in 2019 called Groundbreakers. That supports change, community, and equitable infrastructure. She has another nonprofit called The Ground, which offers social and emotional language awareness to combat negative personal narratives and promote peaceful conflict resolution. They also work with another nonprofit to address social problems such as mass incarceration and recidivism. They offer programs at Kern Valley State Prison and Nightingale School in Stockton, California. Oh. So working with um, inmates and trying to reduce recidivism, which is cool. She also is an avid poker player who's been in at least one celebrity tournament. And she's been in a lot of triathlons and marathons and uh, sings in an 80s cover band called White Lightning. But then they changed their name to Motion. And the most interesting fact is she decorated Kenny Chesney's home in Malibu, according to People Magazine's country special of March 2009. (laughs) 
She has a very diverse resume. Yes. That's about that little friend. That little chicky. That little chicky thing I've never said in my life. Well, now. I like it. I feel like I'm talking so much, but now we have another guest star, which is the man man. <laughs> oh, tell me about the man man. Also known as Todd. I know. <laughs> Joel Beeson. He was in some stuff in the 90s I never heard of that was like not even, it was like so obscure I didn't write it down. But in real life, he was the spokesmodel for preferred stock men's cologne in the 90s. So he's a real cologne guy? Yeah. Oh my God. Apparently he was also a Chippendale dancer. And in 2017, he passed away from something that I didn't look up to make sure this is what it's called, but it was type 3 severe von Willebrand sickness, which is some sort of congenital blood clotting disease that results in failing blood platelets and uncontrolled bleeding episodes. Oh God, that sounds terrible. Really awful. I think he was sick for a long time, and so he didn't just stop acting. That's from what oh, I okay. That's sad. But he, he kind of looks like Harry Connick Jr. a little bit. Yeah, I could see that. That's kind of funny that he was maybe typecast. (laughs) Yeah. Well, then we go back to the coffee shop and Monica is trying to cover for her shopping by convincing Phoebe to lie and say that she went with her. For one, Monica's a terrible liar. And two, Phoebe gets real stuck in the details. I know. And like, that's like, why pull her into your lie? And she does a bad job. No. And she also relies on Phoebe to tell the whole story. Like she jumps in to save her. She does do some really great physical acting. Like the way that she like tugs on her bra (laughs) strap is like one of my favorite Monica moves where she's just like. It's so good. We bought boobs. (laughs) Boobs. We bought bought boobs. I love how Rachel says it. You bought boobs. (laughs) but this also happens again to phoebe later when reese witherspoon is on as rachel's sister and reese witherspoon tells ross and phoebe that like they went shopping she tells rachel that oh yeah shopping and phoebe's like they have to say what they bought um and ross buys a pashmina and um (laughs) phoebe's like these are my apartment pants and this is my or like yeah job sweater or something Anyway, so Rachel is just like, whatever. (laughs) Um, But then we go back to the department store. I wrote, no one wants Joey's spray, including Annabelle. She got ombre. She did. I was trying to figure out who played the guy in the store behind the counter who gives Joey like the most like tood face. (laughs) Yeah. Like such an attitude, but I couldn't figure out who it was. He was good though. Yeah. I like how Joey... When like the last the last part of the scene where he's just like chasing that guy off <laughs> off in, into the other room, he's very persistent. Like yeah. I would also run away if someone was walking that quickly at me. Well, that's why I'm like, what are they getting paid? Like, what is their pay depend on? And why why is it that like they're so intent on having to empty a bottle? Like they have to do so many sprays a day. Just go in the bathroom and dump it down the toilet. Yes. Then we go back to the girl's apartment and Carol is dropping Ben off to Ross and she and Susan are going to go out. And Carol is acting neurotic. Do you think so? She's like sitting there like hysterically holding this clown doll and like (laughs) bouncing. (laughs) Like this kid is six months old. Have you not left him once? I know. What do you think 
happens when Ross has him for like I assume overnights and stuff. Does that happen? I don't know. Yeah, the kid's not a newborn. It's very clear. Ross seems much more comfortable actually holding the baby than Carol is not holding the baby. <laughs> but that's such the classic new mom bounce that she's doing. Like, Oh, totally. I do that whenever I see somebody holding Sunny. Or like early on when Court was, um, like when she was fussing and he was holding her, I'd be doing this and being like, you have to, you have to do that. Like you have to bounce, you have to sway. I'll be like talking to our neighbor without her and just kind of swaying. And he's like, I can tell you're a, you're a new mom. You're just swaying. <laughs> the hips, the hips are moving. Yep. <laughs> yep. I also like, she says funny clown. The, the funny clown is only for after naps, but that must be because clowns are terrifying. Don't give a kid a clown before bed. <laughs> no, I, I thought the same thing. If you give funny clown to him, he won't sleep. Yeah. Right. Cause clowns are terrifying. <laughs> don't give a kid a clown toy it's just not Uh, not funny it's scary no he doesn't like it it's like the turkey it's not supposed to be funny it's supposed to be scary (laughs) remember that yes it's supposed to be scary we jump around a lot here yeah we go back to the girls apartment again yes and it's later carol and susan are gone and phoebe is preparing ben's milk and it's like ben dinner why is she doing it also like what experience does she have with babies i don't know and she's and and ross is like don't microwave that you know you can't do that and she's like yeah i I know duh i know how to eat breast milk duh i'm a woman of course i know do you (laughs) i didn't did you ever try your breast milk though yeah oh yeah i think i tried it twice that was it. it i was very surprised how sweet it was I was like, oh, this is like pure sugar. <laughs> I do remember tasting it after it had been defrosted, though, and it had a weird taste. Because some some enzyme, like, breaks down. I, I don't remember what it is when you freeze it. And some babies, like, don't like defrosted breast milk because oh. it tastes different. Interesting. Okay, so question. Why can't you microwave it? I know that, like, you can't. It gets hot spots, but then when you, like, shake it all up... It's because the microwave kills the nutrients. Oh. That's why. It's not about the heat. It's something about the radiation or something. <laughs> like, probably why we shouldn't be microwaving anything. Yeah, microwaves are weird. I liked Rachel's overalls. With her little black and white shirt. Uh, but Ross won't try the breast milk because he's a big, fat baby. Yes. I love when... Phoebe tastes it and Chandler and Rachel's reactions are so over the top. Just what did you just do? And like Rachel just like flails around. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think it would be strange if like my friend. Would it be weird if I tasted yours? Not you, but I was thinking like if Tyler had a friend come over (laughs) And that friend drank your breath. Oh, that be strange. Okay, if they were taking care of your baby. Well, but like Ross is there. Like he's the dad. I don't know. I don't know why it seems weird that she just feels comfortable drinking it. it. Just seems strange. Like if Court's friend came over and just like drank my milk, I might think it was strange. Well, they're not drinking it. She just like she like licks her arm to like clean it off from like from testing it it's like not like oh i'm gonna try this true but yeah i don't know i it seems intimate somehow mm-hmm. i don't know why it seems strange like it wouldn't bother me if you did it because but like you're like my intimate friend <laughs> my <laughs> intimate pal 
<laughs> also, I've produced it before too. Yeah. I think that's some that's probably or like maybe someone who's capable of anyway. But I really like their descriptions though. Like when Ross is when Ross says like it's breast milk, he sounds so angry and like horrified. And when Rachel's just like, if that is juice squeezed <laughs> from a person. But Joey has no problem. He's just like, what's the big deal? Joey loves all things about boobs. We're back to later on in the girls' apartment and everyone took Ben to the park. Rachel's there and Monica comes back and just starts the lying train <laughs> off the rail. She's such a bad liar. And I like that she's like, someone must have stolen my credit card. Like, do they not remember that in the show of hers, this just happened a few months ago? Months? ish very recently we'll just say recent, yeah. recently within the year because carol was pregnant and now this baby is not a year old so not that long ago <laughs> and she's just like oh they just put it back in my pocket <laughs> also the receipt was for 53 dollars 53 dollars in the 90s for two people to go to lunch a lot. seems excessive unless you're drinking heavily <laughs> I know. I, I mean, I know they're in New York, so maybe I don't know, but I was. Did they say something about going to lunch at Bloomingdale's, or did they go to lunch and then go to Bloomingdale's? Because I, I know, like Nordstrom has its own cafe that's like exorbitantly priced just because it's in Nordstrom. Yeah, I don't know, or I assume it is. I've never been there. <laughs> I actually, my mom used to take me shopping, and we would go to the Macy's cafe. It was not expensive, but I got French <laughs> onion soup there. That was like what I got. But yeah, $53 seemed seemed like a lot. Yeah. And Rachel's, again, she's all upset about Monica spending time with her brother's girlfriend. Like that seems like it should be an exception because like what's Monica supposed to do? Be like, no brother, I'm not going to spend time with your girlfriend because my friend's in love with you, but you don't know it. Yeah. I do like the back and forth about Monica somehow having an affair. It's so funny. Oh, it just keeps going. I think my favorite part was when when Monica was like, I was thinking about you the whole time. And then the sad piano transition music, like oh, Rachel's God. really sad and won't want. Um, I read something that said, you may have talked about this earlier, but that technically this is the first and not only time that Rachel's cheated on by a Geller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but this may be controversial i don't think that ross technically cheated on her i think they were on a break they were on a break so i don't think he cheated on her it doesn't matter if you think that they were on a break or not he thought they were on a break right so he that gave him the permission so we can talk more about this later though (laughs) but i was saying like it's the only this is the only time that rachel's cheated on by geller because the other time is not time okay so I can see that. So this is when we go back to the girl's apartment and they open the scene with a that horrible shot of the baby. <laughs> it's got like some sort of disease. I swear it's not the same baby. When I saw it, I was like, oh, what's that? I think the lighting's really bad right there. He looks like his skin is almost translucent. <laughs> and, and like I wrote... <laughs> I was looking at Chandler and Ross and I was like, oh, they're so tired from taking care of Ben. But then the baby's just wide awake. And I was like, oh, that's my life. Yeah. Uh, she's yeah. a good sleeper now. But Jesus, are they? It's like, I just want to be asleep. Why are you awake? 
And as soon as you get used to it, it changes. Yep. Also, Monica calls the coffee shop to see if Rachel's working. Like, why can't she just walk three flight, two flights downstairs? Like, why are you calling? If you go down there, she can't hang up on you. Yeah. Well, and just like respect her space. Like, let her, let her. She said that she can't be around you. So just like stop hounding her. Right. Also, wouldn't they know if she was working? Probably. Yeah. She wasn't like, I'm going to work. She was just like, I need space. Yeah. These people are all so enmeshed. (laughs) Carol gets offended because Ross calls her breast milk gross. This is so funny. This whole, like, he digs himself into this hole. And it's so funny the way that Susan just, like, loves it. I know. I really like how Phoebe tattled on him for freaking out. And Carol very calmly, like, like she said this a hundred thousand times to him. She goes, why'd you freak out? <laughs> yeah. Susan's so satisfied. Oh, my God. So She's satisfied. just like, this should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> then we jump to the boys. Before we jump to the boys, I have to say that one thing about, so I really didn't pay attention to any of the fashion because it was all pretty tame. But when Carol's like, Ross, you're being silly, just taste it. And she holds out the bottle. Ross like jumps away really animatedly. For the first time, I noticed that he was wearing clothes that actually kind of fit him. Like they weren't like these like giant oversized shirts and pants. He was wearing like this button up salmon colored shirt that was tucked into khakis that actually like were like slim fit. And I was like, oh, okay, we're, we're reaching a, a turning point. I also like that you called it salmon because there, there's an episode after he breaks up with uh, <laughs> Mona where he's trying to get a salmon shirt. Yeah. But when they're talking about how the, like what the breast milk tastes like and Joey's like, yeah, it tastes kind of sweet. And the way that Susan says, cantaloupe juice. Ross is so incensed. He can't handle it. Oh, God, it's so good. And then when he's just like, give me the bottle. And he like shakes it on his arm and then give me the towel and like grabs it and throws it down. Thumps out. He's such a tantrum. Such a baby. But then we go to the boy's apartment and this is the whole like saloon homage which is so funny. The awful white cowboy outfit. It's so shiny. It's so silky. I also was like, did I miss something? Is he just choosing to dress as a cowboy or did he get assigned a different cologne? So I think that my understanding is that ombre was doing so well that he became a second ombre man. That was what, that was my guess. Okay. It was like, they like discontinued carrying Bichon for men because <laughs> it wasn't selling too many flavors. <laughs> and so he like has, he like had to like give in to the ombre. Okay. I don't know. That's my story. That makes sense. Cause it's the same outfit, just in white instead of black. Yeah. But also he says to Chandler, does he say it? I think it's in this scene where he said, does he say to Chandler that there's people in the housewares department that need people to serve cheese? Yes. Have you ever been to a department store where they served cheese in the housewares department? No. Only Costco serves cheese. Or Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to Saks Fifth Avenue and getting cheese. No. I really like that he's, he's drinking a juice box, too. <laughs> I love that. 
So then we go to outside Central Park. Mm-hmm. They're bickering. Did you notice on the sign, like I had the lineup of the schedule and it said Thursday night, Phoebe Buffet. Always on Thursdays because friends yeah. are on Thursdays. Yeah, it was kind of cute. The third day. Remember that one? Monday, one day. Tuesday, <laughs> two day. Wednesday, huh? What? When? Thursday, the third day. <laughs> <laughs> they used that as a promo for friends for a long time. Anyway, Rachel's wearing a ring on her left ring finger. What? What? Why? I saw that too. And I was like, what's happening? That continues throughout throughout the rest of the episode. This fight about friendship, though, in youth, like, remember those? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then oh, the yeah. high-pitched crying that <laughs> So we had many of those. But also, I feel like we wrote them, wrote these feelings out in a lot of letters to yeah. each other. Which when you were telling me how emotions are hard for you, it was like, they didn't used to be. Those flowed out. (laughs) Alcohol helped, but... Now I just bottle it right back. Stuff it down, stuff it down. Everything's fine. Phoebe wants in on the love fest too. She's like, me too. Yeah, like any girl who sees her friends crying. No, let me help. Let me be a part of it. I love you too. They do a lot of that. I don't know if you're like just sidebar on Love Island. I don't know if you're watching the current season, but there's a lot of that. No, I have not seen it. Oh. I'm so excited. It is. I don't know how they manage to get trashier every year, but. I don't know. I just finished the most, the the last season of Temptation Island. And wow. (laughs) It's such garbage. So bad. Um, although I was on HBO Max, did you know there is a show called F Boy Island? I did, and it's on my list. I have not <laughs> watched it. <laughs> it was like you might like this. I'm like, add. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's on HBO. It can't be that bad, right? <laughs> oh, it's gonna be real bad. That's gonna be our next our side project. Oh, now. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I was like, can, like, there's just no shame any longer. No. It's like, how, this is this trashy enough? No, <laughs> let's, let's go a little bit farther. Take the worst message you ever got from a dating app and give that guy a show. That's what yep. they're doing. <laughs> oh, so we go back to the ombre man. So this is where I started thinking about Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey. <laughs> we could really get into it if we wanted to here because we have these dueling cowboys Joey's in the white because he represents the hero, the good, and the ombre man is in black, the man man, excuse me, because he uh-huh. represents <laughs> he's the challenger, he's the bad guy, he might be the nader. This might be like the atonement with the father. We could really go into it if we wanted to, but we won't. Did you also notice that Joey was wearing white because he's Matt LeBlanc? <gasps> I don't know if that's... I gotta find, like, a, a cheer or, like, a ba-dum-tsh put in there. <laughs> Sound effect. That was a good one. I did not. That's amazing. Yours sounded a lot smarter. <laughs> I have to use my English degree somehow. Although I learned about the hero's journey in, like, seventh grade, so whatever. I did think it was really funny that they, like, walk off into the wall that's the sunset. And that wall is the one that says cruise wear, and it's pointing. And I was like, there's no way in hell this place has a cruise wear. What department store has a cruise wear department? No. 
especially not in New York, maybe Florida, maybe. JC Penney's <laughs> <laughs> probably has cruise wear. <laughs> Do you want to know about this manager who's here? Sure. Yeah. The one that opens the doors. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> Stan Sellers. If we were going in the hero's journey, he could be like the one that like pushes them onto their journey. He's the like gatekeeper because he literally opens the door. Anyway, I could write a whole essay about this. <laughs> <laughs> about this one scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's currently in the League of Their Own TV series as Greg the announcer. I haven't seen the show yet. I have not either. I just found out that this was actually a thing and I'm so excited. The girl who played Janet in Good Place is in it. Oh, I love her. Yeah, Darcy Carden, I think. But anyway, Stan Sellers is the announcer. Uh, He was also in Seinfeld, West Wing, ER, Seventh Heaven, CSI, Drew Carey, Just Shoot Me, Malcolm in the Middle, Home Improvement, Dharma and Greg, Caroline in the City, NYPD Blue, and Mad About You. Which is like every single show from the 90s. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Every hit show. And then I could only find that he continues to perform stand-up at corporate events and comedy clubs throughout the U.S. and Canada. Oh, still? I guess. Okay. I think it's just really funny when the ombre man is like, dude, I'm sorry, I'm such a doofus. (laughs) The music when they're they're dueling, Mm -hmm. can you see that what it's called? It has a name. No, but it's like the, it's like the, isn't it the the Uh, western it's not that one oh it's actually known in mexico this music it's called the here's where my spanish is going to really shine (laughs) i should have sent this to you so you could read it uh la musica durante la escape sure escaña del enfrentamiento (laughs) (laughs) okay what does that mean sarah I didn't. <laughs> the music of something. <laughs> okay. I guess it's an unknown piece in Mexico. Oh, well, I have to, like, we, you have to have heard it somewhere because it's immediate. I, it, I thought it was recognizable. I thought it was just the Western. It wasn't the. Like, was yeah. It? Oh. But it still had, like, like it. Right? Sure. We were saying how Todd calls himself a doofus. Court calls our cat a doofus all the time. <laughs> He's like, hey, doofus. And so I was like, wonder where the, wonder where doofus came from. So I looked it up. Oh, perfect. Uh, it's a noun. It's a stupid, incompetent person. A dummy, a simpleton. <laughs> the example from vocabulary.com. You might decide not to buy a top hat and suspenders after trying them on, looking in a mirror, and realizing you look like a doofus. <laughs> That's the example. Yeah. And then it, they went on to say, use the informal doofus when someone acts with stupidity or does something ridiculous and unthinking. If your brother angrily accuses you of stealing his favorite sunglasses, you can say, you mean the ones on your head, doofus? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was originally a 1960s U.S. student slang, and it's thought to be modeled after goofus, an older term with a similar meaning, or to stem from the Scottish doof or dolt. Oh, it's Scottish. Possibly. Doofus is way better than goofus. I know, right? God, I'm so happy that you looked that up. I know. <laughs> I also looked up the guy who gets uh, perfume pepper sprayed, if you want to know about him real quick. <laughs> 
does he have does he have he's credited he's credited yeah i guess he has a line so he was born in yonkers in 1927 and he lived till 2019 oh he was 91 when he passed away that's a big like that's all that's all uh no (laughs) he made it to 91 great job (laughs) it's a long time he didn't do anything but it was a long time (laughs) well the only thing it said was he was an actor known for hank in 1965 get smart in 65 and mr merlin in 81 so not that much more than (laughs) made it to 91 great job (laughs) great job it's all fine then we go to the coffee shop. Oh, and Julie and Rachel are talking. It's so painful. <laughs> and Rachel, do you see that little smirk when Julie's like, I'm intimidated by you? How she's like, me? She oh, yeah. It. I am so shocked that Rachel's the one that initiated this, though. That she was like, so I think that we should hang out for a bit. It's because she, because Monica, what Monica said, that like, he's happy, can't you try? I know, I know, but, ew. Just... Yeah. Well, and she counter, she like definitely counteracts the gesture by being like, mm, manipulative bitch. Yeah. But also like, that we were talking about this before, Julie's like, Ross is so crazy about you. What? Yeah. Do you not, does that not a red flag for you? Right. <laughs> And also, Rachel asked her to hang out and, like, talk. And so they have a plan to meet and hang out. And they talk for, like, 1.5 minutes. And then Julie checks her watch and goes, oh, I have to go. But, yeah. <laughs> where, where do you have to go? Did you guys plan your meeting with, oh, do you have time from, like, 7.53 to 7.56? Like, that's when we'll meet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Julie is just such a dummy because... <laughs> When Rachel literally says, like, she's, like, umming and owing about how it was, it's hard, it was hard for her when Ross and Julie started going out. And she says, like, it's hard for me um, for many reasons, which I'm not going to bore with you with right now, but just I see how happy he is. And, like, she's, like, going on and on and how good you guys are. And it's, like... Only someone who has a severe problem with like not being with the person that you are with is going to be talking like this. Yeah, please bore me with those details. I would love to know more. <laughs> Why does she not say like, um, oh, did you guys have a thing? <laughs> yeah. Does she like, we assume that Ross didn't tell her. I, I assume. Uh, yeah. I mean, otherwise, she's just, she's acting so oblivious and, like, aloof to all of it. Which makes her even more annoying. And she's like, do you want to go to a movie sometime? And Rachel's like, yeah, I'd love that. That's a really good impression. But she wouldn't love it. She, no. Then we jump to the tag. Yes. Also, really quick, going to a movie, like, if you're trying to get to know someone, you don't speak in a movie. <laughs> no, Sorry. you just sit there in the silence in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> That's why going on to a movie on a date is so weird, because you don't, it doesn't matter if the other person's there or not. Yeah. Although, Tyler and I went on our last, or one of our last dates to see Top Gun, and we there were only, like, two other couples in the whole theater. So we were just, like talking to one another being like oh this is so good oh my god 
<laughs> that that was actually really fun. I heard it's really good. It's so good. It's so fun. I've not been to a movie since before COVID. I want to go sit in a theater and go to a movie. And get popcorn. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, can we go at like three in the afternoon <laughs> when no one's there? <laughs> so I can go to bed on time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, we went at the, to like the four o'clock show. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Oh, God. Air conditioned. Just like relax. You can get a beer. Movies are different now. <laughs> There's like recliners. It's so great. And you have like assigned seats some places. Yeah. You you don't have to like stress about where you're going to be. You can show up whenever you want. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And the tag. This is another like showdown. But this time it's with Ross and the breast milk and a pile of cookies. Oreos and breast milk sounds so awful. Like his whole twitchy mannerism though and demeanor is so great. He's just like scratching his head and like fidgeting. He's so good. <laughs> He's wonderful. Um, but he takes a big swig of it. Which I'm like, why would you just take a big swig? Why wouldn't you just taste it like everyone else does, like a normal person? Why do you have to chug it? And why are you drinking it out of like a bottle with a nipple? Like just put a little tiny bit in like a little cup or something or because it's funny, Sarah. <laughs> I went to a baby shower once where we had to drink beer out of baby bottles. It was like a competition. If we ever could do it the fast. Um, because I remember that. It was hard. But you did great. I did great, yeah. I think I won. I think you I think you won too. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> that in itself is such a win that I brag about that. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> okay, I love you, friend. I love you, too, friend. Better Friends Podcast is created, produced, edited, and all the other things by Ashley Madden and Sarah Reinen. Please rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Send us your questions to betterfriendswatchingfriends at gmail.com. To find out more about Better Friends, please check us out on Twitter at betterfriendpod.com or on Instagram at Better Friends Watching Friends. Thanks for listening. So this one was pretty funny. <laughs> so th- it's like 9.49 and I'm like, wow, I stayed up late. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bed right after this. Yeah, me too. I'm also like, my thighs are all sweaty on this chair. I'm like stuck to it. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> At least we don't care what we look like anymore. <laughs> Oop. Sure don't. Wash my hair today. I'm just like, can't remember which day I last did that. <laughs> I should probably do it today. <laughs>